The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the beast herself, Tammy, the hairy dog, Underwood. Say woof woof. Why am I a dog now? <laughs> I have no idea. Hi, everybody, and I shave my armpits. Leave me alone. God, okay. If that's shaved, Jesus Christ, I hate to see it when you're all I'll freaking hairy. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Bye, I bye. will stick my armpit straight in your face. Like Dr. Evil said in Austin Powers, how about new? I love Austin Powers. It is so sad how much I love him in Wayne's World. <laughs> I'm such an 890s kid, huh? I'm telling you, man. I, 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 God, his fucking name uh, escapes my mind now. But Mike Myers? Mike Myers, yeah. Good actor, man. Great action. Him and Dana Carvey both. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, so first off, I want to give a big shout out to one of our uh, Citizens of Brutal Nation followers. Her name is Kimberly Verbecki, because she's the one who brought this to our attention. Apparently, I think her she said that her brother works for the cop shop there in Austin, Texas. Right, right, um, right. And, uh, and the FBI this week actually arrested yep. a serial killer that yep. is in Austin, Texas. I mean, they were still out there when she uh, was telling us about this. Um, digging a body. It's like the FBI is still out there and everything like that. Come on, we're going to find more bodies from this asshole. From this asshole. Yeah, almost like back in the day when they did Dean Coral. Remember? Right. <laughs> it's like we're going to be here till the last body's found. Then they quit after they beat John Wayne Gacy's number. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. Well, and you know, a uh, freaking. Anyway, here's what I'm going to do is because. Uh, we've been so fucking busy this week. Christ's sakes. We have been super hella busy. <laughs> Oh, we better plug the shows. You want to read them what shows there uh, are? Okay, so like next week on Friday, we're at Cascade Bar. You want me to say it? Yeah, because I'm I'm still drinking coffee. I'm not even Friday, July 21st, Cascade Bar and Grill here in Vancouver on Mill Plain or Fourth Plain? Mill Plain. Um, 7 p.m.? Uh, no, eight, eight to, to twelve. Yeah, eight to midnight. Uh, yeah, sound check is at seven. Exactly, and then the following weekend on Saturday the 29th, you guys will be at a beer at a time in Camus, and that's an all age, no cover. Um, I think that one's the uh. I can't remember. I, think that I don't one's have my seven to eleven. Yeah, I think so. Or seven no, to ten. Seven to ten or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a sound noise thing. Ordinance and what have not. And but we'll we're, we'll be there sooner. I already booked our sound guys, so we're gonna go okay, and get it set up. My mouse is not working. Talk nice to it. I'm gonna hit you. Well, it's on, so it's all obviously got power. Weird. I don't know. Uh, we got to get through this episode anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to read the article, and then we're going to discuss it, because it's just because we've been so fucking busy. And it is intriguing. Um, when I read the article, yeah, it just shook my head. because I, I And I'm going to point out what I thought was like bizarre in it, and I'm like yelling at the screen like, oh, that's bullshit. Right, right. All right. Here we go. I... I'm going to fuck this up already because it's one of those messed up days. (laughs) Flugerville, Texas. The nephew of a man killed by a suspected serial killer is speaking out. Raul Menza admitted to killing Jesse... uh, Well, fuck me. Frega? 
We'll yeah, I that. think that's his name. Yeah, let's just go or with that. Or Fraga. No, that's not a frog. He doesn't rib it. That's a frega. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like no damn frog either. Anyway, this Raul guy, right? He he admitted to killing Jesse, uh, frog, Fre- frega in in Fluggerville. Uh and this is what the nephew had said. He was my uh, father figure. He was one of the one who raised me, and that's his quote, right? And mm-hmm. that's the and that's from his nephew Fred Alvarez, right? So. Um, when Alvarez was in junior high, his parents got divorced and he moved to Austin and lived with Frega and his family. Uh, he also, uh, uh, and this is what his uh, his nephew had said that he's always he was always helping people, really giving, um, you know, helping other kids in the neighborhood. A really good guy. And this is like a really super upstanding guy, for all intents right. and purposes. We're not talking about Mesa. Mesa's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I say that because of... What she's done. And what he said. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Here was his downfall. And I think this is another... Uh, this is another quote from his uh, his nephew. Um, oh, okay. I guess this was a... Uh, th- this is actually a question posed by Fox News in Austin's... Uh, a reporter for him named Meredith Aldis, and she asked Alvarez, "Do you think that uh, he was too caring, too compassionate to others?" Um, and you know, and that may have been what happened to him, right? And, right. Of course. And and Alvarez says, "Yeah, man, he had a big heart, got, uh, and it got him into a lot of trouble. Trouble. But I feel that uh, that was Jesse's calling. Jesse was deeply religious in his convictions and trying to help others, and nobody was really a lost cause." Which right. I believe that because of his, uh, he, he was a de- he was a devout Christian. Okay, right. Which I don't hold. I, I I don't hold a lot of stock for Christianity. That's just me, though. If you're a Christian yourself, you know, fucking do your thing. I don't. I don't really give two shits. Right, but it's kind of like my mom. My mom was like. I mean, my mom is very ah crap. Religious and very caring and very loving, and Did you just print out a bunch of UPCs. No, I wanted one shipping label, and it printed out. It the paper got all messed. Oh, up. I just happened to see my freaking printer going ballistic. I know, but anyways, <coughs> she's very religious. She's very loving. She's very caring. She has a deep relationship with God, and she will give you the shirt off her back and the shoes off her feet if she thinks you need them. Believe me, she took her shirt Shut, off for me. Uh, I knew you were going to go there, but I was saying charity-wise. Well, I'm telling you, man, she does have a really close relationship to her God because every time her and I are together, she goes, Oh, God. Oh, God. And she prays a lot. A lot. I mean, it's I just hate amazing. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too early for this shit, Scott. Love you, Jan. <laughs> it's only 6 a.m. <laughs> anyway. In May, 80-year-old Frigga was found stabbed to death in his home in, Fl- in Fluggerville. That's a messed up name. That is a messed up name. I'm going to have to say that 50 more times during this goddamn show. Fuck me. Anyway, the man who said uh, did it was 62-year-old Raul Meza, Ju- Meza, Meza Jr., M-E-Z-A. Quote, I believe that they should have been able to apprehend him long before this, is what Alvarez's nephew said, right? Well, you would think that's a true statement. And and here's why. And here's why. Because now that everything is coming out, and this is honestly, I think this is a failure on, which we're gonna end up, we're gonna also do a, an episode about the failure of the of the justice system and the, the prison systems too, because 
this uh, this conversation has been going on between you and not, not you and I, but me and Monk Steppenwolf. Um, well, you and I have kind of talked about it some too, because you know, with like mental health and um, drug addiction, and it kind of ties into the Portland case. Oh, it ties into everything. It's yeah, a total failure. So, yeah. Anyway. This Mesa guy, his criminal history dates back to 1975. So, I mean, to give you an idea how far back that is, I was born in 73. I, I turned 50. I was born 50. in 75. I'm, I'm 48. I was born in the beginning of 75. So. It's amazing. Whenever your mom comes here, she's she becomes 69 all over again. And that's when you died. <laughs> anyway, in 75, he shot and wounded a man in a robbery. Uh, he, he served five years, and then he got released on parole. Okay, because the guy didn't die. Okay, that I understand. Hey, man, it's seven. It's the seventies. You're you're young. You're fucking up. It it, it happens. It's not oh, right, yeah. but it happens. So then, in eighty two, Meza raped and murdered an eight year old girl by the name of Kendra Page. Wow. And the little girl's oh, body. Oh, that's right. I remember reading that in the article. Yeah, yeah. And her body was found in a fucking dumpster. Um, outside of Langford Elementary School in Southeast Austin. So that alone, especially in Texas, you know, because that's the Yosemite Sam shoot him up state. You know, I'm surprised he didn't get the death penalty because it was a murder and sexual assault on a child. Right, and that's exactly and what that I was going to say. And that is a capital crime. That's exactly what I was going to say. In Texas, he should have already been dead. He should have been. Should have been. He should have been, you know, hanging from the gallows back then because they didn't. You know, or maybe it was the electric chair by then. I don't yeah, remember. I, I fucking don't know. We're talking the eighties, but yeah, that, that, that's Texas. They don't even take you to trial over that shit. They just no. come out like Yosemite Sam and go, "You're vomit. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you right now. That's I'm the right. rootinest, tootinest, shootinest man this side of the Pecos, and then they fucking shoot him and he dies. <laughs> the Pecos. The Pecos. <laughs> you pull off some of the most random shit. No, that's what Yosemite Sam, Sam I know. says. Did he say Pecos? No, he says Pecos. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah, he says that, yeah. Okay. No, my memory can't isn't good, but I remember random bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> random bullshit. So check true. this out. He takes a plea deal, right? Right, and right. that Meza's sentenced to 30 years in prison, but okay. was released on wait, parole. Wait. So how, what year did he go in for this one? He did the murder in 82, so I'm going to imagine by 83, 84. Okay, so by 80, well, 82, and when he got caught, let's see, he got caught in 83. 30 years from that, he should not have been eligible for early parole. Ah, but he was paroled after serving Walker. just 11 years. That's one third of the time. For murdering and raping a little girl. And I'm looking at this goofy little kid that he murdered and raped. And uh, because all He's kids to me. He's cute. Got that gap between her teeth and everything but like she's that. she's still adorable, and she didn't deserve to be treated like that at all. Well, I can tell you, man, I don't think she could dump for, dump for apples with that gap between her fucking teeth. Jesus fucking Christ, Aquaman. Stop making fun of the victim. I'm sorry. My bad. No, it is fucked up, though. I mean, you, you can't be raping and murdering fucking kids, even if they're goopy looking. No, I'm just kidding. I've done, if, if, if you're a family member of this, of this Kendra Page, no, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you guys. You know, there, there's, there's nothing... Right with doing that shit to kids. Anyway, somebody made a bad decision 41 years ago and let this guy out for whatever fucking reason, right? Um, manipulated the system and the justice, and justice wasn't served. Right. So there's this uh, former sergeant, Bruce Mills, and that's what he had actually said. And let me quote him actually verbatim um, 
according to Fox 7 News. Somebody made a bad decision 41 years ago and let this guy out for whatever reason. Manipulate the system and justice was not served. And that's what this Sergeant Bruce Mills said. And I agree. I agree. This is just that this is beyond fucked up. When you let somebody go after 11 years that now he's got two things that that that, that shows a pattern of violence. He, he robbed and, and shot a guy. Right. And on top of that, he's got um, this uh, the, this girl, this little girl that's eight years old that he murdered, raped, and then dumped her in a fucking dumpster like she's garbage. Exactly. That's just fucking wrong. So then we pop up to 1994. Mezzas, uh was arrested for a parole violation and spent the next 20 years in and out of prison on and off parole. Because, you know, if fucking up twice and murdering somebody wasn't bad enough, you apparently can't follow the rules of your parole. That's when uh, Menza uh, became friends with Frega because he was an adult pro- probation officer. That's what That was, you know, Frega. Right. So his job gave him an inside uh, as to how parole, uh, how people could be at times, right? And that's what Alvarez had said. Right. Menza later moved uh, in with the Frega family, and Frega's wife and son later died of COVID. So this dude's already distraught. His his wife and his son dead because of COVID, which that's the only time I've ever heard of really anybody dying of COVID, but okay. Actually, that's exactly what Lords Bittaker died from. <laughs> that's fucked up. I know. Somebody, a reporter came in. And apparently she was infected and she was talking to him. And then within a couple of weeks, he got it. And then he died from complications. Holy shit. Well, yeah. it happened to a nicer guy there in fucking San Quentin. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because he went around <laughs> biting people in prison, too. Yeah. I, re- I remember a Doug Clark telling us about yeah, that. Yeah, dude. He like ran up and like slid across the floor, you know, like kids do on their knees, you know. Came from a running start, dropped to his knees, slid across the floor, barking, and bit Doug Clark in the leg. Right, right. If you don't know who Lawrence Bittaker is, uh, look through our episodes. We did. Uh, uh, yeah, they're Norris the tool. Bittaker. Yeah, they're the toolbox killers. I got your tool right here. Remember, because he would call himself Pliers Bittaker. Right. <laughs> so I have another quote from uh, from uh, this guy's nephew Alvarez. Ready? Yeah. Quote. I remember seeing Raul at uh, Jonathan's memorial service and Tilly's memorial service. And I just never thought he was the kind of uh, that kind of person. We're talking about the killer, not his, you know, his father figure. His, his right, family. right. Um, I didn't know him that well. And one thing that Jesse taught us, what? And the and the and one thing Jesse taught us how to do is not judge until you get a chance to walk in their shoes, which is. Valid. I mean, that's a true statement right there. And know who they are. But, yeah, I just didn't expect that, Alvarez said. So this guy's showing up to the memorial service and, and everything like that, right? Because he's, the, he's living yeah, in the to house. Yeah, the daughter. And the, well, the child and the um, mom, right? The son and the mom, right. And I'm thinking that they got to be older. I mean, the son and the mom. Because, like, fucking... Well, um, yeah, because what's his name? What the? He was 80. Yeah, he was 80. So you'd think that, yeah... So, Alvarez went on to say he couldn't believe the reason Meza gave to the police for killing Frega. And I, this is where I looked at the picture of this guy and I go, Raro Meza, you are a total piece of shit, man. You ready for this? Because, and I don't believe this guy for a second. 
Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready because I'm pissed about this. Go. So Meza told the cops that Frega started demanding sex and started demanding it, and uh, and he saw no way out. After one encounter, he said that he lost it and bull freaking shit. Right. No, I don't. I, this isn't. No. I mean, no. come on, no, Raul. If you're gonna bullshit, right. make it believable, you dumbass. Exact Amundo right there. So there's another quote from Alvarez after that, right? It says, uh, I know I know what was said about Jesse and the other guy, and I don't believe the relationship. I don't believe they were having that type of a relationship. Jesse was a devout Christian person, and I believe that because here's I a guy, do too. He's in the probation uh department. He's he he's done his job. He let this guy move in. He's doing everything that he can do to to be a good person, try to help this guy rehabilitate himself, knowing full well if he's this guy's probation officer, the danger that he's putting himself into, um, because this guy is just a piece of shit. Piece of garbage. Right. So when Miz admitted to killing Frega on the phone with the police, he also confessed to the murder of a 66-year-old woman by the name of Gloria Lofton in East Austin in 2019. And quote, I quote, that's what it actually says. I'm ready. I got out in 2016. I ended up murdering a lady soon after. It was on Sarah Drive. Austin Police Department Detective Patrick Reed had said. Right. Austin Police said so far, Meza has also confessed to two murders in San Antonio, and they're looking into at least 10 cold cases in Austin. So this guy's a fucking psycho, man. Total. Give him Total the psycho. death penalty his ass today. Today is Sunday, July 15th. Look here, you Yosemite Sam fuckers. <laughs> Get on it. Get on it. Go in there and be the rootinest, tootinest, shootinest outlaw this side of the Pecos. Right, shoot right. Him. Get him done, God damn it. So another quote from the uh, 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 detective uh, Katie Connor. And she had said, so we're backtracking it to 1996 and even earlier. <clears throat> so there is a good possibility that we'll find additional cases as well. Exactly. So Alvarez went on to say um, he can't forgive Mesa for killing his uncle, which I, I don't blame him. I wouldn't forgive this piece of garbage anyway. Right. You I know? just, uh, yeah, no. So he also said, uh, this is from Alvarez, why did you hurt a man who tried to help you? And then Mazes charged with capital murder, two counts of murder, and this one kind of cracks me up: unauthorized use of a v, of a motor vehicle. Why? Why even throw that in there? You've got a ton of bodies, and normally I try to find the good in the case, right? I sit there and go, "Well, maybe he's misunderstood, or maybe maybe they're 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 just trying to pin it on him, or something. no, they're not. This guy's got a history of being a douche, right? Completely, complete history of being a douchebag. So that's the whole article right there. Let's let's fucking talk about this shit. Want my theory? Oh, please, yes. Shoot up. My there. theory is is that because okay, I got to get their names right. I got to get it straight in my head. Jesse's the victim, right? Yep. Okay. My theory is Jesse works for parole and probation. He had this guy living with him. At some point, I believe he found out what that guy was doing and was going to go to the police, and this guy reacted and killed him. 
my theory. No, I, I, I can buy into that. Yeah. I think that's that's it right there. He probably found out. Like, cause I, I'm thinking that and maybe Raul was... shame the victim after it's done so that, you know... I think that Raul was probably doing some drinking. Probably. Probably did a little yappity yappity. Got a little loose lip sitting there going, Hey, amigo, I killed this lady as soon as I got that breeze on. And, uh, you know, and started admitting to all kinds of things. No, I'm not just making fun of Mexicans. Jesus fucking Christ. I was married to one. I can't be racist. Um, (laughs) What? Nothing. What if I was racist against Mexicans? Would I have married one and still talk to her to this day? I love her. I say nay nay. But you always say she's the whitest Mexican you know. So there you go. My God, she is. Her and I were talking about that. I think it was um, Thursday. I think and that uh, like she's brown on the outside and white on the inside. And then I'm <laughs> and, and I'm the opposite. I'm very white on the outside, but inside I'm like having a fiesta. Dude, I love her. I'm like one step away from fucking, you know, lowering my truck and putting giant, you know, freaking rims on it, playing mariachi music. Arriba! Right. But, um, so, no, I, I agree with that. I think they probably got a little loose-lipped, and now um, this Jesse dude knows what he's about. And right. all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I need to get rid of this guy before he goes to the cops. Right. And 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 pop this poor old man. I mean, he didn't have very many years left, but he could have had some good years going on from like you know for probably the next ten, maybe even twenty years. At eighty years old, he right. could be a hundred. You know, it, it's just fucked up and sad. And I really hope this guy gets what he really deserves, which is I don't even say use lethal injection. I say firing squad, dude. I say way more than that. I mean, just like don't even bother. With the trial, you know how we talk about this. Don't bother with the trial. You know he did it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even he need straight to up call the police and said, "I shot this dude." They said, "I shot the sheriff. I shot the probation officer." But I did right. not shoot his deputy. <laughs> Everybody now. I love that song. But there is a chick in Tennessee. I think it's in Tennessee that she literally shot the sheriff. Because she was like 80, 90 years old, right? Life, no parole. They were interviewing her on a show. And she goes, yeah, man, I shot the sheriff. And I looked at it. She goes, but I didn't shoot the other deputies there. And I was like, oh, she so did that song. That's freaking (laughs) awesome, man. (laughs) It was hilarious. She was like 80, 90 years old. You know, one of those ladies that, you know, you know, she did something really horrible. But you still love her because I could see her going, pa-ya. man. (laughs) All people are scary as shit, and let me tell you why. No doubt. So when I was living in, in Southern California and going to college and things like that, I took the bus a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, because I was always working on my 76 Camaro. Always, always, always. <laughs> And you was poor as fuck. <laughs> and I was poor as fuck. So, you know, like, when the distributor capped the module and it went to shit and it cost the whole $20. <laughs> you had to go sell your ass on the street. Just about, just about, like I'm telling you, man, like right, like now, everybody goes 20 bucks isn't much, and right now, $20 isn't. Like, I, I'll spend 20 bucks just on coffee alone in a day. That doesn't bite But fuck In it. one shot. Yeah, and, but fucking then, like 20, 25 bucks to get the part that I needed, that was a lot of money. So I was, I was on the bus to get to and from school and shit like that. And I'm talking to one of the bus drivers, and because, like, he was from a different route. 
Right. Not my usual bus driver. He said, yeah, man, like, I can't remember that bus driver's name, like Cliff. Cliff, let's just call him Cliff. Cliff got stabbed by an old lady. She was sitting here with, she had some knitting needles, took one out and stabbed him in the shoulder. <laughs> I'm like, fucking, you gotta be afraid of old people, man. They're scary as shit. You never know when they're gonna snap. There's a little serial killer in there. Going, I've never killed anybody in my life, but today's the day. I better go fuck it and take us all out. Right, right. No, I just... <laughs> It's crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> Shit. I'm just like, no. I don't even know what the fucking... This whole fucking thing in fucking Texas, man. There's there's things going on in the South that make me not want to go to the South now. That's okay. The South doesn't want you anyway. You know what? You can die tomorrow. <laughs> just saying. Damn you, Yosemite Sam-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> I'll look at that later. I thought she sent me another article, but she didn't. So you, though, I want to include in this one here, and I'm you're going to have to retitle this when we upload it. <coughs> oh, are we going to do it all together on this one? Let's do the, you want to do, no, okay, I'm going to, let me give you a choice. Do we do the New York serial killer or? I have two of them. Actually, we have like, we have so much more. I, should we do different episodes though? Throw something else in this one because this one's a short ass oh, motherfucker, okay. man. Okay, well then I will help a brother um, out. Let me do the update on the Idaho murders. Okay. Okay. Just remember that Raul Meza has an update in it. Who what? The dude we were just talking about, dipshit. Oh, I will. Okay, I I know that. I I see what you're saying now. Fucking retarded! I swear to God. No, you confused me for a minute. Well, that's I'm not like, hard to what do. What do you mean? Why does he have an update? We just covered his case, and then I realized what you meant. You're the only person I've ever seen that a non-Jedi can fool with a Jedi mind trick. I'm a woman. You're a bunny rabbit. I'm a bunny rabbit. And <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> I'm not an ass. Hold on. Negative female inmate. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, the hand in Underwood, over there. <laughs> Underwood, over there. Get in the corner. Get in the corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say that to me the other day? I did. You, you said something. I think we were talking about booking shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, yeah. And it's, I think you were talking about like a stage setup or something. I can't remember. It was like... Uh, yeah, I think we're talking about like uh, the, the the stage map for for uh, for one of the upcoming bookings, right? Uh, and <laughs> and you said something about a corner. I said, and nobody puts. Oh yeah, we're talking about where the position you're like where we're gonna put uh, Matt. And we said, well, he's oh, usually yeah. over here in this corner over here, and I'm and nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> and I love Matt. Nobody puts him in the corner. That's right, man. Matt's freaking awesome. Matt, Matt's my hero. Him and Papa Smurf. Love them both. There goes my hero. Anyway. Watch him as he goes. I'm trying to, I mean, I want to get the clip, but I have an update. They did a probable cause affidavit was released on the Idaho murders. In this probable cause update, I mean, affidavit, they, they have to list things specifically. I mean, like, very specifically to say, you know, to show how why they arrested somebody and Correct. charged them. Okay. Now, in this probable cause affidavit, it says that the police have narrowed down the uh, time of the murders from between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. 
and they base that on three things. One, and one specific thing is something we talked about in the episodes is um, Dylan, the other one of the roommates, when she supposedly, allegedly, because I'm not going to say it, I don't think it really happened, but I'm going to say allegedly opened her door three times. First two times she didn't see anything, but she heard like weird sounds, right? The third time she opened her door, she said that she came face to face with the killer. He was wearing all black, black mask that covered everything except for his mouth and his nose. And he walked right by her and let her live. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it an offensive to dress up in blackface? I said black mask, not like black Same paint. thing. Did he come in like he Al Jolson? mask on. Did he come in like Al Jolson from the fucking 40s and 50s sitting there going, Yes, miss, I hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Uh, I, no. Jazz hands. And jazz hands. <laughs> Anyways. No. Um, so he allegedly walked right by her and let her live. She then shut her door and at 420, and she says that she was in, because you know there's, basically three reactions to a situation like that it's fight flight or freeze right she says that she froze and couldn't do anything because she was in total shock however at 4 25 a.m she called all of her roommates the only one that answered was well, it can't be all of them because some of them are definitely not going to answer. That's what I'm just trying They're to say right now. They're a little incapacitated. They're busy dying. Um, and I think her name is Bethany Funk. I think that I know her last name's Funk. Don't quote me we on the first name because I, I don't have Bring the article the in front of me. <laughs> anyways, I hate you. Um, so uh, so anyways, that's the one she got a hold of, right? So they specifically are you going to be all right over there, big guy? They specifically listed the phone records from Dylan and Funk's phone. Um, Coffee went down my lugs. Oh, my goodness. I hate it when that happens. goes down the road. <laughs> Never mind. That's a gross joke. Anyways, so, so you know that there's that. So how can you be frozen in fear, dial these numbers, but you can't dial 911? See, and that's my thing, and you brought up a good point this this, this morning. Well, wait, let me let me finish <coughs> this part real quick. Go then, for it, I'm dying over here. Okay, eight hours later, eight or nine hours later, she calls a friend of hers and tells him, can you please come over? I heard weird things in the house last night, and I don't know what's going on. So well, she, hold on, that's happened to me, though. Like, I've heard things like, well, people have heard things in my, in, in my house from my bedroom. Things like, you know, choke me, Barney the Purple Dinosaur. Um, I, dude, this morning I got freaked the fuck out because your cat was getting in a fight in the window and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I literally, when I heard it, I like literally jumped towards you. Did you see that? Freaking angry pussy, man. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's an angry pussy in my, in my, my window this morning. You know, I've heard things like, no, please don't put a fire hydrant up my butthole. I mean, just weird things. That's just a, I think the house is haunted. I, we know this house is haunted. <laughs> Anyways, so he comes over and checks out the house and goes into Zana's bedroom. I think that's her name, Zana. Um, because, and sees her and Ethan on the bed. Yeah, Zana and Ethan. Sees them on the bed dead, so he calls 911. So, the af- then, so also this week, 
after reading that affidavit, uh, Brian Koberger's defense team has tried to subpoena um, Dylan to testify um, on behalf of the defense because she has a specific story that's only unique to her. And there's a re- there, she has to have a reason why nothing happened during that time. You know, you can't tell me you were frozen for eight hours. Yeah, no kidding. In that freeze, frozen shock thing. It, at some point, even if you do have that freeze, you know, that only lasts for maybe half an hour. If, if it lasts any longer than that, then you need to do Elsa from the movie Frozen and just <laughs> let that shit go. Right. Or, like, do because so, if it lasted for eight hours, dude, you'd be catatonic. You know what I mean? I like gin and tonic. Oh, my God. Is that the same? Same, same? No, no. Same, same? No. No, no. No, no. No, no, not same, same. <laughs> Sorry, we do these gestures and shit every time. And the fucked up thing with is, certain I, things. I do those. I do the hand gestures even when I'm driving. And then I know, me too. People will like. I've been pulled over by cops. What? Are, what were you doing with your hands there, sir? After I give them my fucking license and everything. Here's a story. <laughs> a lovely lady. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, and I have to tell them about the damn podcast. You know, Brutal Nation. I think I've heard of that. I've had last cop said that. Um, I think I've heard of that. Like, yep, I'm that fucked up dude. And then we do the same same, and we do the no, no. And we do the polar bear. And polar bear. Negative female in me. We do that one. Let's see. We do a shit ton of <laughs> and, them. And I do them when I'm driving, too. And my sister, when I was in Iowa, I was driving her car because she left her purse at the house. So I had to drive back to the house for her. And I was doing something. I said, no, Missy, that's same, same. And she goes, why do you do that? I said, long story. <laughs> and every time that, that, that I get questioned by, by uh, well, other, other people driving, but uh, cops or everything like that, and I explain it, they sit there and go, I'm going to let you go, but you really probably shouldn't do that. You know, like when you're driving. I can't help it. It's a law. <laughs> it's, it's mandatory. So, yeah. So, I mean. Like I said, because I myself suffer from PTSD. So I know that freeze state, because usually I go into fight or freeze, you know, because I never flee because I'm a fighter. Um, but I remember being in Dollar Tree one year and I was having a really bad, like, manic moment. And it's just another <laughs> manic Monday. It was actually probably a Monday because mom was at work. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> see? But anyway, so I was in Dollar Tree because I was it was our washing machine was broke down. So I had to use the laundromat there. So I just walked across this parking lot to Dollar Tree and I went in and they announced something over the PA that was really loud and I didn't expect it. And I had told mom, I'm going to be at Dollar Tree. Can you pick me up there? She's like, yeah, no problem. So. I was literally frozen in the aisle for like 10 minutes. I know what the and announcement was, by the way. No, it was about somebody donating something. No, it wasn't. I can Um, Attention, Dollar Tree uh, customers. Shoppers. Cust- uh, uh, you, the one who looks like a Sasquatch. <laughs> Wash your ass. <laughs> There's soap and I know. There's soap in aisle three, and you look and smell like a damn Sasquatch. <laughs> Shut up. Got more ass than three packs of mules. So Thank when, you. I hate you. So when my mom got there, she saw me frozen in the aisle. She goes, Tammy, what's wrong? And I just kind of looked at her with this 
like she said my eyes were huge and she goes come with me and she grabbed my hand and took me outside so I could like and then I finally started breathing I mean she had to leave me outside I couldn't move myself I couldn't figure out which way to go and then she goes what happened and I told her and she actually went inside because my mom is a my mom's a mama bear when it comes to her kids and her grandkids but not with herself so she like literally went back in the store and says you need to turn your PA system down because there are people who suffer from anxieties that you don't know about See, that makes me want to sing a whole another song. Come with me and you'll see a world of pure manic depression. <laughs> bipolar yeah. disorder. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you have PTSD and bipolar, too. Just say, I don't hallucinate yet. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say sphincter for a second. I don't know why, but it, it, <laughs> you started kind of going, Shh, a little bit. She can say sphincter. Oh my god! We, I don't think we've ever worked that into a a freaking <laughs> episode. episode. Until now, you say sphincter. You gotta be. <laughs> Anyways, so so I know that state, but there's I do not believe she was in that state for eight hours. Especially if you're calling your friends right after you supposedly saw this guy. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. There's just no fucking way. That, okay. Yeah. Number one. And I'm not trying to shame her or anything. I just think there's more to her story that's not there. I'm going to call bullshit on her story because here's Oh, the yeah, thing. that too. But yeah. What has everybody learned since preschool? If there's an emergency, you call 911. Exactly. It's drilled into everybody's head throughout pri- yes. you know, uh, grammar school yes. and, and high school. Call 911. There was commercials for years, and there probably still is. Oh, I don't, my I don't, God, yeah. I don't watch TV. I don't either anymore. So I'm assuming so. that at some point, somebody you know, there's posters and everything. Call nine one one. If you see you, something, yeah. Say something. If you see something, say something. Yes. And uh, so for her to sit there and call, you know what? Instead of getting the cops involved in this, I'm going to call, call my, my friend. Yeah, let me call. Let me call all my housemates. But only one answers. The other two don't. The other three don't. And that doesn't raise any. Yeah. No. And then no, no, I'm gonna call bullshit eight hours story. later, you still don't call 911, but you call another guy to come over to the house and yeah. have him do it. I'm sorry. And I know. I mean, this is all alleged because I don't know, but I'm throwing out a theory here. She knows something. I think she's involved. She's involved in this because why would she wait eight freaking hours and then call a friend? No kidding, man. This isn't fucking... That's a whole alibi setup thing. This isn't one of those game shows like, would you like to call a friend? Would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah. Now, there is another theory out there, and I don't... I might buy into it a little bit. The killer on the grassy knoll? No. No, not really. But there's a theory out there, and I've heard it from a couple of YouTubers, so it's not just one person saying it. I'm hearing, like, two or three people say it. Um, That... She, because I'm not going to say Brian's innocent. I'm not saying that. Because I believe he might be involved to some level. Um, however, I there's a theory out there that Dylan and him knew each other. And she invited him over to the house that night. Because that's why his cell phone pinged in that area and everything. And um, Brian or Dylan? Brian. Uh, Dylan invited Brian over. Okay, that, Dylan's I, I, a female. Just, yeah, that's what I thought. I was just yeah. like, got side. I fucking yeah. Just okay, there's a ahead. theory that Dylan and Brian knew each other, and she invited him over that night, so he had a valid reason to be in the house, and therefore, 
they might have worked this out together. That's a theory. Maybe, but I don't see this but, guy doing it. I don't really do it. I mean, I don't either, but like I said, I'm going to wait to see what the courts say. But then again, the courts can be wrong, too. Well, you know, um, we've seen that many of, times. To the flip side of that, though, people will do a lot of shit for pussy. That's so true. But then again, been... there's there's things that say that he had no connection to anybody in that house. You would think there would be text messages between these two or, you know, messaging through a dating app or, you know, Tinder. You know, the one that people think is, you know, an app for wood delivery. And it kind of is. Um, ha ha ha. That was a funny joke. Notice the silence. You know what? I <laughs> laughed. My sister laughed when I said that joke. Leave me alone. Anyways. So it's like. You know, so there is that, but there's nothing to link him there. Um, reports indicate that he, you know, I'm not going to say he was, but th- some say he was a door- DoorDash driver, and Xana ordered Jack in the Box that <coughs> night through DoorDash. So he could have been the delivery person. Uh, very much, and if he's a DoorDash driver, I've got some friends that do, like, uh, Lyft and Uber and DoorDash right. and, and Grubhub and shit like that. Yeah, I used to do the, Instacart. They're so. all over the place. So, yeah, it probably going to be, you can't just say, yeah, I, yeah. Bet, I bet you that... On any given day, right. you can pull up somebody who's in a mobile service like, like I said, DoorDash or Lyft right. or whatever, and go, hey, we have a victim pool of 20 people that were in this area. Yeah, because they're fucking working, folks. Well, dumb. yeah. Well, not just that. It's like when I was doing Instacart, I literally had a double order where I delivered in Tigard, like the freaking bum south of Tigard, and then had to drive all the way to North Hillsboro. For the second one. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So it's like you're all over the place. You know, I would be anywhere from downtown Portland all the way to Forest Grove. And it's it's insane. It's totally insane. But, yeah, my whole theory is that he might have been the one to deliver the jack-in-the-box. And that's why his phone pinged in that area. But I believe almost beyond a shadow of a doubt. And like I said, this is all allegedly, but it's a strong gut feeling. You know, kind of like I had with the whole Susan Smith thing and the whole Diane Downs thing. She has something to do with this. I I agree. It's just very, very suspicious. You know what I mean? And I don't... I have a hard time believing that Brian Koberger did it because of a couple of reasons. Number one... You're in an undergrad program, and you're working your ass off, and you're, you're a teacher. And you're trying to get a Ph.D. Yeah. in criminal justice. Why are you going to jeopardize all of that? Yeah. To, you know. Right. And people are equating him to Ted Bundy because he's always so stone-faced. And other, when he's in his cell, other prisoners, because they kind of keep him segregated, which obviously... Um, but when he's in his cell, other inmates will taunt him and he just sits there stone faced and he watches the news to follow his case and everything. And they're saying, oh, he's a sociopath, blah, blah, blah. Why isn't he saying anything? Why isn't he showing any emotion? Number one, he's a criminal justice ma- you know, major. He has a degree in criminal justice already. He knows if he says anything, they will use that against him. Exactly. So no matter what he says, they will twist it. You know what? And when you show emotion... No matter if it's happiness, sadness, remorse, or whatever, somebody's going to tear that apart. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I want to. I, I want to. I mean, I I applaud him for what he's doing. Actually, because he he's doing exactly what we tell people to do. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Well, and, and get this. I, let me tell you how the the that something that nobody sees on the outside unless you're us. Right. And we talk to peop, uh, people. So I'm talking to 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 Jendal, right? Right. Right. And um. <clears throat> she had heard from Briar, Briar Mitchell, a friend of ours, right, uh, an author, uh, that 
Now, the cops... Now, okay, so we know that we... I think we talked about on the show that they had taken uh, Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, and turned to cell. As right. soon as this all went down, because they said, are you connected? Martin question. Why, why would he be connected to this? Well, then, now, they're trying to get him to admit to some other cold case murders. And Dennis Rader? Yeah, Raider. Oh, my goodness. And they're pulling him out of his cell and shit like that. This is a guy, by the way, that at this point of his life, he can't walk more than a few feet without needing a wheelchair. He's sick as shit. And he's not, he's like, I mean, he's got that mentality that he is so OCD and so meticulous because we talked about this before. You know, he keeps detailed records of every, every phone call, everything, every email message, every letter. And he keeps these detailed records. So why would he not come forward on these cold cases? He's already admitted to everything else he did. Exactly, and that's that, that's my whole point. He's already said this is the, you know these yeah. were and this was everything that I did and blah blah blah. And now he even admitted to the one that he tried to kill but got distracted because of that sniper. Right. So why would he not admit to the other cases if he was involved? This is bullshit. It's straight up harassment. Leave the guy alone. Let him do his time and die in peace. And that, that's the whole thing. And that, that it's fucking ridiculous. I think that they, that they want a speedy um, closure to the to the Idaho case. The Idaho case. Oh hell yeah! They want to get this out of the news, and I'll so they, I'll give you another theory. But go ahead. They <laughs> they find the guy who's a little bit awkward, you know, and they go, boom! This has to be our guy. It can't be this hot chick because nobody ever thinks it's the fucking hot chick living in the house. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. ever looks at the chick who's fucking gorgeous that everybody wants to fuck. Yeah, and they were all every single every single one of those girls, those five girls that lived together, were beautiful as fuck. Yeah, no, I've seen them. Believe me, beautiful. man, beautiful. I would let any of them make a call on my bone phone Dude, anytime. I would, <laughs> I would let them do it. I would be like, you know what? But okay. How often have we ever seen? <clears throat> Like the cops arrest somebody who is one of the beautiful people. You know what I mean? Like one of these hot chicks. No. The first thing they're thinking, it can't be her, man, because they're thinking yeah. with their dick and, and not their fucking head. And she's a female. And this all ties back to another case in California that we're covering, we're going to be covering, where the female kind of like gave her version, even though she was very heavily involved. And the cop said, oh, she can't lie. Oh, yeah. What yeah, the fuck? She can't lie? Women lie all the time. And... When they freaking found two murders, they they checked the gun sales in the area, found one woman the day before, the week before, bought two of those guns, and the cops said, oh, don't worry about the women because women don't commit crimes like this, which is exactly what they said with Eileen Warnos, remember? Women are fucking psychos. We, you know what? I'm a crazy bitch. Oh, I know it. I can go, I can go psycho Sally. I can go from zero to psycho Sally in like 0.5 seconds, if that. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, the cops are thinking they, they and they, they they find the awkward guy mm-hmm. and they say, okay, case closed. See how good of a cop we are, you know? It's it, it's horseshit, you know. Top that with some of the cops that were involved in this case, yeah, with having suspicious shit going on. That was I was, I was disciplinary bring actions yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, and I don't have fucked. all the details, so I'm not going to say what I'm not going to allege what they did because I don't have all the details right now. However, somebody is trying to find me an article that they read that said. That or it's a blog or some you know something like this that says 
that the lead investigator's nephew might have been involved. And this been. is and they cover they're covering it up by arresting this guy. Small town justice. Man. Yeah, he I, you, and Moscow is a very small town. It is. I've been there many and times. He like lived fifteen minutes away. Awkward. His phone pings in that area quite a bit because hey, he's a DoorDash driver. <laughs> and so if they're ordering DoorDash all the time and he's on shift, that you know, and a lot of DoorDash drivers will work the late night. Because the traffic is light and they can get shit done and get some money, you know. So I just, I think that there's a big old thing happening here that is going to open a can of worms in the Moscow justice system. I agree. That nobody is prepared for. Nobody. It's going to shock everybody and we're going to be like, told you so. Told you, bitches. You know what? And granted, we're not the only ones saying this. I want to make this clear. We are not the only ones saying this. But I'm the best looking one saying it. No, dude, I am. By the way, ladies, remember, if you're if you're fairly good looking and single. Uh, I don't even care if you're single. You he doesn't care me. if you're good looking either. <laughs> you're fucked up. I hate you so much. You can send me an email at scott.alexander.twistedbluellc.com. And remember, he's STD free. <laughs> and I am STD free. He's got the paperwork. Yep, that's right. I got the papers to prove it. Just say it. Just say it. Pictures are always appreciated. You kinky <laughs> ladies out there. <laughs> You're so stupid. This is not the dating game. This is not the dating game, Rodney. God damn it. <laughs> you knew I was going to go there, right? <laughs> Bachelorette number one. If I was to remove your panties with my teeth. Um, <laughs> if you were if you were a fruit, what kind of fruit would... This is literally a quote from that episode. If you were a fruit, what kind of fruit would you be? A banana. Please explain. You can peel me. I'm like, ew. You know what kind of fruit you'd be? A strawberry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you have a whole season. Yeah. <laughs> A whole season in Oregon. It's like two weeks. No. Yeah, on no, Sandy Boulevard. For people it's who don't know, a strawberry, and when you're in the hood, a strawberry is somebody who sells their pussy for crack. Basically, that's exactly what it is. Listen to NWA's Dope Man. It's really funny. So she's kind of, uh, my thing so, is like, you're, you're, you're like an old rotted strawberry because you do it just for freaking coupons, even to pay less that doesn't even exist anymore. Like, yeah, coupon, let's go. <laughs> Anyways, so my whole thing is, is you know, so the strawberries do this, and Scott has this theory that I'm a hooker, which I am not a prostitute. Okay. Not that I have anything against them. I just don't do it. Right, boys, hold on. Boys and girls, look at here. <laughs> I don't know if you all remember back to March when uh, when our fair city froze over, okay? And I was stuck on 136th and Sandy. And I finally got out onto Sandy where all the cheap hotels are. And there I was going signs. through something at that time. What was... Is that when... Oh, that's when I had my oral surgery, yeah. Yeah, because there were signs everywhere saying, have you seen Tammy? I've got coupons. <laughs> and not just from one... Like the other hookers were sitting there going... Girl, where Tammy at, man? We ain't seen her in a minute. <laughs> like, we got all these people out here with coupons. You got coupon too? No, Tammy take coupon. I don't take coupons. You're a dick. Anyways, <laughs> my whole thing is, so Scott has this thing, and first of all, I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> Number two, I've never done crack in my entire life. Used to help, this you week. know, message it back and forth, but <laughs> I never did it. And... Yeah, so he texts me earlier this week and says, I'm drinking your energy drink right now. I go, let me guess, Strawberry Dream. And he goes, yep. Yep. 
<laughs> so, yeah, I am not a strawberry. Never have been. But sir, okay. sir, you need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's too much kissing to do. I get locked jaw. Anyways, so, yeah. So, like I said, we are not the only ones throwing out this theory. And, yes, I will say it again. All of this is alleged. Nothing has been proven. Nothing has come out. But you know what? Despite what my troll says on Facebook, I'm allowed to have a fucking opinion that doesn't match his. I bet you that Beckerhead listens to us. I bet he does, too. And you know what? I'm still going to make my own Kool-Aid, dude. You know, Jen said when I was talking, because I FaceTimed Jen, she had something to show me. I bet um, you she did. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually met her husband. He's pretty cute. And very, yes, he very is. nice. He's big. I know. All the things I would do to Matt. I tell you what, Dude, man. I yeah. adore him, and he's a saint. Putting up with her crazy ass. Ben, I, I love I, you, but you're crazy. <laughs> I'd grab his hips and go, you're a sexy muscly man. <laughs> he is kind of very good looking. No, he, he is really nice. He, yeah. he's, he, he's, a, he's a really nice dude, man. Uh, and he puts up with all of her crap. That's what I was saying, man. And it's like, dude, he just like be a smiles saint. and goes with it. <laughs> if I was mad, I'd be like, I need crack and heroin and counseling. And therapy. Lots of therapy. <laughs> yes, I would be drinking. Like I would wake up in the morning and go, well, what time is it? Well, fuck, it says 5 a.m., but you know what? It's 12 o'clock somewhere. Time to do five, some drinking. 5 o'clock somewhere else. <laughs> 5 p.m. somewhere else. Yeah. Jen would wake up. Good morning. Don't say a word until I've had these three shots of tequila so I can deal with your shit. <laughs> That's right. Poor Jen. God damn. I know. We pick on her so much, but she's listening to my phone literally as Crazy Jen doll. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's like we have these theories and everybody's, I mean, people are allowed to have them. And that's what makes America great. America. You know, what I, you know what I mean? It's like I have freedom of speech. I'm in basically we are considered media. I have freedom of speech, and everything I say, and I make it clear when I throw out theories that everything I say is alleged. I know. I'm not you even worried. I, I like her troll. Anyway, let's wrap this motherfucker up. We have other tr- we have other fucking trolls to chase down and fucking episodes to do, and I need more coffee I for this shit. I almost spit my water out at the... That's weird. You, I've never heard any of your customers say that you spit. Normally, it's the reverse. I always with That's what they're without a, a coupon. Looking, I don't get the bed, free. bath, and beyond. Look, if I were a hick- hooker, I'd never give a freebie. But you go on with your threes. You don't get freebies, man. You do it for coupons, even to bed, bath, and beyond. That you. doesn't exist anymore. It does in some places, not by me anymore, but it does in some places. You're like, I'll take that coupon. <laughs> You're horrible. Okay, move on. Fuck. <laughs> Carry on, male inmate. <laughs> Underwood. Over there. Over there. All right, boys and girls, remember you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Hopefully, the Mighty Sasquatch will get some more blogs up pretty soon because we need to make some more goddamn money. Busy. I've been busy as fuck. I'm going to have to start sucking dick pretty soon to make money for this fucking company. Well, why haven't you started already, Strawberry? You can be a strawberry. Because my fucking ears are bruised from the last time I had to go over to Jubits. Oh, you like that one? Yeah. Yeah. You were just at Jubits the other day. Was I? <laughs> yeah, you did a turnaround there, you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to turn around and fucking, because yeah. the traffic was all jacked up. I've only been to Jubits one time, and that was to mail a letter. So and That's because you got you got upgraded, and they said, nope, this is too fancy for you. Get back on Sandy Boulevard or 82nd. Carry on, <laughs> wayward son. 
There'll be peace when you are done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tammy is a hooker. She you. takes coupons. Hey, dun, 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 dun. Okay, my bad. You are mean. Oh, I'm full of pissing vinegar this morning, I tell you. You are. Uh, let's see what. Oh, log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. And uh, there again, we have everything like our. We have our fucking merch shop all pinned up there and shit like that. Yeah. You know, or if you want to buy merch, you probably. Uh, is it on our website yet? I need to go switch it over. I, f- I haven't switched it over to the new shop yet. Okay. That's why I haven't closed the old shop. Well, by the time this is released, fucking. Yeah. Go and uh, check out our website, which is also www.twistedbluellc.com. Talks about the show, the band, merch shop, fucking, I don't yeah. know, fairy dust and unicorn turds. I don't know. And there's some vlogs up there already, too. But you know what? When I only sleep three hours a day because you work me like a, you know. <laughs> yep, plow the field. That's it's exactly amazing. what I was going to say. But go on. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, you know who you lying, thieving bastards, bastards. are. And you know that you are lying, David bastards. bastards. And we'll talk to you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye.